and welcome to Coffee Talk with Crystal. I am Crystal Grafton Combs, host of this podcast and international president of Alpha Omicron Pi Fraternity. Originally started in 2019, Coffee Talk is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Here, we will talk about life, leadership, sisterhood, and so much more. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to the next episode. Pamela Mearsheimer, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you very much, Crystal. I'm very glad to be here. So I am very happy that you are here because we are going to talk about cryptocurrency. I do want to share with our listeners, you are also known as Pamela Finance on Yes, TikTok. I am. Yes, on TikTok and Instagram and have recently started delving into the world of podcasting via the Solve app. For those who mm-hmm. don't know about Solve, it is new. It is S-O-L-V-V and can be found on the App Store on your phone, as can all things. So Pamela, I am delighted to have you with me today. Not only are you a friend, you are a sister, a graduate of the University of Chicago, and an initiated member of our Phi Chi chapter. And we'll start this conversation with a bit of a disclaimer. This is just an introduction to what I will call all things cryptocurrency. Pamela nor I are certified in this area of the world. She has a TikTok account and shares things on Instagram about finance. I have a background in it and know enough to ask questions. I will share with all of our listeners before you make any investments, reach out to your own investment advisors, your friends, your family, any random six-year-old that you find on the street that may know more about cryptocurrency. But do sit back and enjoy this conversation. I think you will find it very interesting. So Pamela, what in the world is cryptocurrency? Excellent question, and many people are asking that all the time. So it is, uh, the quick answer is that it is a digital currency. So what on earth does that mean? I mean, can anyone just say, okay, I'm going to invent a digital currency? I suppose you could do that. Uh, Just a brief history, if we can look back to the 2008 financial crash, That was something that really affected the whole world. And a lot of people thought very differently about financial systems and the way that money should happen. So this was a reaction to the 2008 financial crash. In 2008, someone wrote a white paper on digital currency and The idea was that Bitcoin would be digital money that does not go through the traditional financial system. So I hope that answers your question. What is cryptocurrency? So Pamela, I think it does answer my question. I very much understand that it is a digital currency. What I'm not sure I understand is Can you buy things in the real world with digital currency? And I say that with so much awe because it sounds like the craziest question. 
Yes, it sounds a bit like monopoly money, doesn't it? Um, actually, you know what? On PayPal, you can pay and you can be paid in cryptocurrency. So PayPal is pretty mainstream, and yet it is also in the cryptocurrency space. So the answer is yes, you actually can buy things with cryptocurrency. And when we say cryptocurrency and buying and selling, we're really talking about Bitcoin. So that was my next question is, do I have these two things correctly aligned in my head? Bitcoin is cryptocurrency, right? Yes. And yet I still don't really understand what it is and how you buy it, have it, sell it. But but so let's say I was going to become an adventurous investor because in my world that would be adventure. Mm-hmm. How do you buy Bitcoin? There are two things that you could do. One thing that you do in two places that I would recommend. Um, you just open an account on a cryptocurrency exchange. So that's what you do. And then you buy some of it, kind of like opening a brokerage account or opening an online bank account. So that's how it's done. The two exchanges that I use and I recommend are Coinbase and Gemini. Other people may have perfectly good reasons to suggest other platforms, but those are the two that I recommend. You said an exchange, which immediately moves my mind to things like the New York Stock Exchange, the NASDAQ. Is it a Mm -hmm. similar exchange where there are other I'm going to say other Bitcoins, like there are other cryptocurrencies now, right? There are other cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin is the largest by far, largest in terms of being widespread, in terms of market worth. Um, The second one after that is Ethereum. And then after that, there are many, many others. Personally, I have only ever bought Bitcoin and Ethereum. I have not gotten into the others, which are called altcoins. If I am tracking you properly, then you would invest your money into this cryptocurrency exchange and hope Mm -hmm. that each type, so this Bitcoin or Ethereum or something else would rise in value. You know, when you talk about buy low, sell high, if you like to do these things at home in your pajamas and you don't rely on an investment person the way I do, do the exchanges for Bitcoin work the same way where you are very much in that investment style mindset that you have this portfolio and that it has more value one day than it does the other because of the rise and fall in the stock exchanges, right? Is it the same thing yes, that happens to Bitcoin? it's very analogous. So for example, if you opened up a brokerage account on let's say Fidelity or Schwab, and you buy XYZ stock with the hope that XYZ stock is going to go up. So yes, it's very similar, very analogous to that. So just like my investment advisor 
invest in, I'm going to say Disney stock. I don't know that I have any Disney stock, but, but let's <laughs> say that I do because it's my favorite yeah. place, right? So just like he would invest in Disney stock, he could also then invest in some up and coming cryptocurrency in the hope that it would also gain in value. Yes, correct, correct. Now, if I can go off on a little more explanation, so we call it cryptocurrency. You know, effectively, it is a currency where you can buy things with it. There are actually quite a number of retailers that will accept cryptocurrency as a payment. It is the national currency of El Salvador. And as I said, PayPal certainly um, lets you pay with crypto or lets you get paid with crypto. So we call it a currency, but you know, it's really, it really should be called crypto asset. And the way that it functions in terms of going up and down, it's really more like a commodity, like let's say gold or silver or some other commodity like that. I mean, without getting into too much financial history, the dollar was taken off the gold standard in 1973. So in the late 70s, people started buying gold as a commodity asset that hopefully would go up in value. And sometimes it did go up in value and sometimes it did not go up in value. And it was really hard to say how things would go. So I think we should really think about Bitcoin as more like an asset than a currency, at least for now. It's not like, you know, we go to Starbucks and just pay in Bitcoin. It really functions more like a commodity, like gold or silver or other commodities like that. You know, and it's interesting that you say that, Pamela, because that in my mind sits in a much more comfortable space around Bitcoin and cryptocurrency as a matter of practice than does the idea of traditional investments. I hate to say that I'm fearful of it. The idea of investing in cryptocurrency now makes me very nervous. Why would someone even want to do this when we have so many established ways of investing our money now? That's an excellent question. Yes. In this day and age, in 2022, there are many established ways of investing, Uh, you know, stocks, funds, real estate, you know, there are many, many things that you can invest in. So I think that's what you and I are talking about when we talk about established investing. First of all, I've invested, but I've invested very little. Okay, so I started with a hundred dollars and I just wanted to kind of get in on it and and see what would happen. And then I used dollar cost averaging. I put in fifty dollars a month. And that means that when the price goes up, I buy less. And when the price goes down, I buy more. So over time. That's a very good way to invest in anything that has a fluctuating price. 
so just getting back to what I said before, that it really functions more like a commodity, like gold or silver, people buy gold and silver as a hedge against inflation. They buy it because they think the value will go up. They buy it because they want to diversify their portfolio. So I think that's the answer to why should you invest in it? The other thing is that people can start out investing with a very, very small amount of money. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. It sounds to me like you don't have to have a personal crypto investment advisor. You really can just join as an individual and buy these things. I love this averaging dollar thing you've talked about because that means you can do however much money you want and some months you may buy more and some months you may buy less, but you keep yourself on a budget. I like a good budget. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. So you can just go in, but let's say you do make a little money and you're like, hey, I'm gonna treat myself how do you cash out? Who buys this stuff? Oh, you, if, as long as you're on Coinbase or Gemini, you can sell just, just like, you know, investing, you know, on Merrill Lynch or Schwab or, you know, any of those brokerage accounts, you know, you click buy and you click sell and they will give you dollars. Now, Just so you know, uh, the federal government in the United States is well aware of this. And um, (laughs) they definitely, if you make money, you know, they want a cut of that for themselves. You know, they are going to tax you on your gain. So it's just like you would have to pay taxes on any other gain. If you bought XYZ stock and it went up and you said, wow, I'm going to cash this in you'd have to pay taxes on that gain. Um, But just like buying and holding stocks, I believe in buying and holding crypto. You know, I am investing for the long term. And, um, you know, buy and hold has been a phrase that's been around in the investment community for a long time. And in the crypto community, what they say is H-O-D-L, which stands for hold on for dear life. (laughs) I love it. So then you just answered what would have been my final question. And that is that this is here to stay. This is not some flash in the pan that's going to go by the wayside by this time next year. We really expect cryptocurrency to remain a, a bona fide form of currency. I am betting on that. I mean, Crystal, as we know, you never, ever know exactly what's going to happen in this world. I mean, I certainly never predicted the pandemic. I never predicted lots of other things. But what we see is adoption of cryptocurrency over time. As I said, It began in 2008, and just like so many things, it took a long time to catch on. But you have seen more and more people go on to it. So yes, I I certainly think it's here to stay. One thing we have not talked about, it's decentralized finance. It goes from one person to another person, and it does not go through the traditional banking system. So I think that appeals to a lot of people. Okay, 
So to recap, Mm -hmm. Bitcoin is a digital currency. We expect that it's here to stay. You can buy it just like you buy traditional investments. You just have to join an exchange. Mm -hmm. You monitor the value up and down, buy, sell, just like you would in a normal exchange. And Mm -hmm. you can buy real things in the real world with digital currency. And if we are together and you buy my coffee, I can send it to you through PayPal. Yes, exactly. Yes. In fact, so maybe after this podcast, I'll ask you for cryptocurrency payment. No, I am just kidding. But (laughs) another thing that I can share with your listeners is that I do have a link for Coinbase. And if someone buys $100 worth of Bitcoin, then they get $10 worth of Bitcoin for free. So that's an automatic 10% return. So you can get a 10% return on Bitcoin with a $100 investment. That's amazing. So all of the people that may decide after talking to your friendly six-year-old neighbor down the street that yes. you want to do Bitcoin, get your extra 10%. Sure. You know, there's lots of information around. People can read up on this, um, watch YouTube videos. They can... They can watch you. Exactly. <laughs> yes. There's just a lot of information. So I think everyone should, you know, read up, listen up, come to their own conclusions. I love it. Pamela, thank you so much for joining me once again on the podcast and for everyone out there listening. As always, thank you. And until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm